Welcome to the Vita Foods Insights Podcast. Join us as we explore the latest in science and innovation, helping the global health and nutrition industry connect, develop, and progress. Today's host is Heather Granato, Vice President of Content. Well, hello, and thank you for joining me. I'm here today with Professor Alois Bomba. He is the head of the Institute of Experimental Medicine, Faculty of Medicine at Pavel Josef Shavrik University in Košicid, Slovakia. He's also the president of the International Scientific Conference on Probiotics and Prebiotics. And over the last 30 plus years, he's really been on the forefront of studying how probiotic microorganisms and natural bioactive substances can modulate the gastrointestinal system, supporting human health and fighting the onset of chronic disease. So, Professor, thank you so much for joining me today. You are welcome. Thank you. Could we start with a little brief about your background and what really brought you into exploring the role of the microbiota in human health? Okay, so a research program of our Institute of Experimental Medicine at Faculty of Medicine of Pavel Josef Shafari University in Košice is aimed on the study of the role of gut microbiome in health and in pathogenesis of chronic diseases. And we study also the possibilities of targeted gut microbiota modulation in prevention of chronic diseases using beneficial microorganisms and natural bioactive compounds potentiated the effect of probiotic bacteria. In past, uh, together with my colleagues, we co-founded Laboratory of Gnotobiology, the only laboratory of its kind here in Slovakia. And this laboratory are able to produce, to use uh, gnotobiotic and germ-free animals, which is very optimal model to study the interaction between different uh, gut microbiota and between gut microbiome and host. In 2000, we established in International Scientific Conference on Probiotics, Prebiotics, Gut Microbiota and Health. And these conferences we organize every year in Slovakia, in Budapest, and also in Czech Republic. My starting point and motivation to study the role of gut microbiota in, in human health was my interest in probiotic research and in probiotics. Uh, to elucidate the mechanism of action of probiotic bacteria in health and in prevention and therapy of diseases. And we know that probiotic predominantly modulate gut microbiota and through the gut microbiota affect a whole organism. And it encouraged me to study the role of gut microbiota in promoting health and prevent diseases. And we know there's dysbiosis, which are alteration in the composition, function, and diversity of gut microbiota is associated with almost all chronic diseases. And it seems that using gut microbiota modulation, it is possible to contribute 
to the more effective disease prevention and therapy. Okay. How does dysbiosis in the gut impact the pathogenesis of certain disease states? Uh, okay, so gut microbiota can influence host processes to impact host physiology, immunology, and metabolism. The composition, uh, diversity, and functions of gut microbiome can alter crosstalk and signaling events between the microbiota and the host and to influence gut homeostasis and host health. And we know that better understanding of crosstalk and signaling events between the gut microbiota and the host and their subsequent effects would provide new insight on the role of gut microbiota in disease pathogenesis and allow development of potential effective alternative approaches for prevention and treatment and to use targeted gut microbiota modulation. Gut dysbiosis is associated with a number of chronic diseases, including inflammatory bowel diseases, obesity, metabolic syndrome, but also cardio cardiovascular diseases and cancer. Alteration in gut microbiome appear consistent and characteristic for each disease state. So, but to date, it is unclear if the gut dysbiosis is a cause or a consequence of diseases. However, in some instances, gut microbial population alteration can affect intestinal permeability, allowing the transfer of lipopolysaccharides from the gut to the circulation, leading to metabolic endotoxemia and to the induction of low-grade inflammation in different organs and resulting in a metabolic disorders and chronic diseases. In uh, inflammatory bowel diseases patients, for instance, butyrate-producing bacteria are reduced, uh, and it has been found that patients with inflammatory bowel diseases are altered in metabolism, inclu including microbial metabolism and intestinal bi-acid metabolism. Decreased gut microbial diversity is associated with metabolic syndrome and obesity, but here the gut microbiota is characterized by an altered increased ratio of firmicutes to bacteroidetes. It seems that gut microbiota is in close correlation with obesity and can affect the transfer of calories from the diet to the host and host metabolism of observed calories. Then, uh, type 1 diabetes mellitus and type 2 diabetes mellitus differ in mechanisms of pathogenesis, but both types of diabetes are associated with dysbiosis with different characteristic pattern. Uh, in both types of diabetes mellitus, a decrease in gut microbiota diversity, a decrease in butyrate-producing bacteria, disrupted epithelial barri barrier integrity, and increased gut permeability are observed. In coronal cancer, dysbiosis is characterized by a decrease of butyrate-producing bacteria, 
and an increase in the proportion of several potentially pathogenic bacteria. And bacterial species, species such as Bacteroides fragilis, Clostridium septicum, Fusobacterium, and Escherichia coli are suspected to be involved in colorectal carcinogenesis. Since this podcast is related to VitaFoods Europe, it's the perfect time to interrupt and remind you that you can find all the information you need about the show at vitafoods.eu.com. Now back to Heather. That's an impressive list of uh, challenges, health challenges that people are facing because of the dysbiosis in their in their gut microbiome. Do you believe there are products that could be formulated that would help modulate the gut bio- microbiome in a positive direction? Yeah, okay. Uh, current knowledge shows that sophistic- sophisticated modulation of gut microbiota using probiotics, prebiotics, natural substances, and functional foods could effectively decrease the measure of health risks. But our greater understanding of the communities of microorganisms residing within the human gut and the role of this biosis in various diseases will certainly result in targeted gut microbiota modulation. Methods and approaches in this area are in constant development. So it is realistic vision that in near future, a number of diseases within and outside of the gastrointestinal tract may be treated with microbiota using selective probiotic bacteria, new generation probiotics or bacterial consortia in combination with prebiotics and other natural bioactive substances uh, as different indications require, will be used. Probiotics are defined as live microorganisms which when administered in adequate amounts confirm a health benefit on the host. Uh, the efficacy of probiotics may be potentiated by several methods, by selection of more efficient strains, by genetic modulation, by, by combination of several strains, or by combination of probiotics with synergistically acting components of natural origin, which potentiated the probiotic effect of microorganisms. Currently, probiotic research is focused on new generation probiotics based on strain of microorganisms such as Ackermansia mucinifila or Fecalibacterium prausnitzi. Another option are prebiotics. Prebiotics are defined as selectively fermented food ingredients that induce specific changes in the composition and activity of gastrointestinal microbiota beneficial to the host, well-being and health. A way of increasing of the effective effectiveness of probiotics are combination of probiotics with prebiotics as symbiotics which provide an improved survival during the passage of the probiotic bacteria through the gastrointestinal tract, enable the incorporation of probiotic strain into the community of endogenous bacteria, stimulates the growth and activities of probiotic bacteria and endogenous bacteria. Fermented food containing probiotic culture 
can be considered an alternative of potentiated probiotics because content contains metabolite, metabolites of bacteria, bioactive substances with antibacterial, anti-cancer, anti-hypertensive, and immunomodulatory effects. Other fermented products, e.g. rhosocygitis or sauerkraut, can also serve as carriers of probiotic bacteria. And the diet is a very, very important factor how to modulate gut microbiota. The diet and nutrition play extraordinary role in the etiology and prevention of diseases, and many findings support hypotheses about direct relationship between food and risk of chronic diseases, above all tumors and cardiovascular diseases. It's so fascinating to think about the range of natural substances that really can augment the actions of the beneficial microorganisms. So if you have, you know, a particular probiotic and you're providing the food that it likes to eat, you'll probably have a much better chance of addressing the dysbiosis in the gut, those uh, synergistic actions as you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Are there other natural substances? I love the idea of the fermented foods and certainly the prebiotics. Are there other natural substances that you're looking at that could augment those uh, actions of the microorganisms? Yeah, of course. We have another and other possibilities. In 2002, we published a, and formulated together with my colleagues a concept of potentiated probiotics. And potentiated probiotics will be defined as biopreparations containing production strains of probiotic bacteria and synergistically acting components of natural origin with potentiated, with potentiated the probiotic effect of probiotic bacteria. It seems that in order to potentiate the effect of probiotics, a number of suitable components may be used, such as oligosaccharides, maltodextrin, plants and their extracts, and polyunsaturated fatty acids. The results of our experiments showed that the combination of probiotic strain Lactobacillus plantarum with maltodextrin and fructooligosaccharides proved to be very effective one to inhibit the counts of pathogenic bacteria in the intestinal, uh, adhering uh, to the intestinal mucosa. The action of probiotics in the gut may be modulated by dietary polyunsaturated fatty acids. It was suggested that polyunsaturated fatty acids could modify adhesion sites of gut microbiota by changing membrane fatty-acid composition of the intestinal epithelial cells. In our experiment, seal oil significantly increased the adhesion ability of probiotic strain Lactobacillus paracasei to jejunal mucosa in comparison with the control group, and the stimulatory effect of polyunsaturated fatty acids from flaxseed oil on adhesion of pathogenic E. coli in the digestive tract resulted in the increased of inhibition effect of probiotic bacteria against pathogens. Uh, also, in our experiments, polyunsaturated fatty acids, plant extracts of Esclus hippocastanum and inurin, enriched with oligofructose, potentiated the reductive effect of 
Lactobacillus plantarum on the activity of procarcinogenic bacterial enzyme beta-glucuronidase, which convert of procarcinogens to the carcinogens. An alternative to the use of organic acids in combination with probiotic in diet is the use of fermented food. Fermented liquid food is characterized by a high count of lactic acid bacteria and yeast and a high concentration of lactic acid. Fermented milks are claimed to contain a number of biologically active components. Polyphenols are a part of the human diet, abundantly present in the broad range of commonly com consumed fruits, vegetables, and in various products including tea, coffee, wine, and chocolate. There is evidence that certain doses of select selected polyphenols may modify the gut microbial composition, and while some bacterial groups can be inhibited, others can gre greatly affect graphs of certain microorganisms. T-phenols and their derivatives have significantly reduced graphs of certain pathogenic bacteria, such as Clostridium perfringens or bacterioides, while probiotics, such as Lactobacillus, have been less affected. Also, fruit beta-cyanins are able to modulate gut microbiota, especially decrease the ratio of firmicutes and bacteroidetes, and increase the related abundance of Ackermansia. Well, that is quite an impressive roster. I'm not sure I can get all those foods into my everyday diet, but certainly I think there is such an exciting road ahead uh, as we look at those natural substances and what they can do for the powerful microbiota that is within each of us. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, Professor, thank you again for taking the time to talk with me today. I'm so looking forward to hearing you speak uh, at our Vita Foods Europe event coming up. 